You're listening to an all-games radio network broadcast of allgames.com. Allgames.com. Knuckleballers to our Knuckleballer Radio. This is Normie Late. I'm here with my awesome, awesome friend Chip Sella from the B Team, among other elite shows, talking about some pretty epic uh, heroes. And uh, what shows are those again? <laughs> What's up, Normie? Yeah, I am. Just I'm Chip, aka Captain Chaos from the B Team Podcast and Agents of Shield Cast. And once in a while, the social doesn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know where that show's going to. Um, now it's kind of hit or miss. And, you know, you get your show, you get your show, and just consider it your fix, you know? There Good you thing go. you're, you don't have a social doesn't uh, addiction. If you do, you're kind of SOL and you get a little, you know, sober up a little bit, and then we inject you again with one of those amazing episodes. Someday. Yeah, right? Someday. <laughs> Two. Funny. So, Chip, how you been doing? Good, good, good. It's been a crazy week. Um, just, oh, yeah? Just, you know, work, you know, more work. It it seems like, it doesn't seem like it's been a week since I've been here. Yeah, it's I mean, it, it just It just flew right by. It's like. Oh. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I, I kind of feel the opposite way. I, I've mm-hmm. been very sick and under the weather. You know, I had a fantastic weekend this past weekend, mm-hmm. and um, I was feeling a little bit sick. So I don't know if it was my adrenaline pumping that kind of pushed that feeling to the back burner. But by Sunday night, I felt like somebody just like ran me over several times with a huge semi truck. So by six in the morning, I had to call work and be like, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't make it in. So I'm not was, doing this today. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I just, I wasn't going to make it. I wish I had an excuse of, you know, maybe having to stay longer um, out of state and enjoy, you know, visiting friends and family more. But no, I was homesick and in miserable pain and, you know, just even the antibiotics haven't been helping this time. So it, it's pretty rough. If it continues to still be a mess, I'll have to go visit my doctor again next week. Now, you had your 20th I high school did. reunion, right? I did. I did. And it was phenomenal. I had a great time. It was amazing to meet up with people that I haven't seen since graduation night and, um, you know, kind of reconnect with some friends I've seen here and there throughout the years, but has been sometimes since I've last seen them. So it was, uh, it was good. And I have to tell you, I was very excited to see everybody, but one of my highlights of the night, and this is when it really hit me, how big Pokemon Go is. <laughs> oh, there, shit. Yes, I'm serious. <laughs> I can't even laugh because I'll start, like, hacking and cough. But, like, 
three of us are playing this and they're not even, you know, they're just friends. They're playing mm. this next to me side by side. And we happen to be at the restaurant where it was a stop where there was three pokey stops right in a row that we could collect over and over and over again. But the phenomenon was much bigger than that. I'm looking out the window and there's gobs and gobs of people walking down and standing right in front of the restaurant just trying to get these stops. And it was just so incredible to really see that. You know, it was interesting to see it like in my area, but you know, and you understand that there's a lot of people playing these mm-hmm. the game, but it doesn't hit you until you're in a very different place and seeing the amounts of people really into this game. Now, uh, I actually did a guest spot this week on 42 Level 1. I'm trying to remember all the shows I'm doing now. Um, and we're t- and uh, Allie came on uh, halfway through. Ha- the first half of the show is the Chip and Andy show. But, uh, yeah. Well, it's kind of cool because Andy and I do obviously do Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast together. But it gave us a chance to talk about things that we don't get to talk about on that show. So it was kind of cool. But <clears throat> apparently... Allie, like, lives across the street from a polka gym or something. Oh, God. So there's people out there all hours of the day. He, yeah, he, he is pulling the old man, get off my lawn card. Oh, no. So. <coughs> oh, no. Yeah. So, you know, because he goes, yeah, they're, 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 like, pumping songs with a lot of bass. They're coming out with their big uh, boombox cars. And, uh, <laughs> and Jess. Just annoying the crap out of them. Yeah. You know, I can see how that can be a a hindrance. Um, You know, when it's so close to you, we have one right down the street. So there's constantly people in Mm -hmm. that corner doing that. It's like right in front of like a church slash um, preschool. So it's closed for the summer. Mm -hmm. But I cannot imagine during school hours, you know, and if you have adults playing, how shady that must be. So weird. Um, you know, like I said, I gave up the game. I and I really have. I really haven't gone back to it. I think part of the problem is there is no poke gym within walking distance from gotcha. my house. All right, it's like fuck this. I'm not getting. Like I said last week, I'm not getting my getting in the car to bring my own fat ass to a gym. I'm not bringing the goddamn Pokemon to to one. Um, so th- there's that. Um. And I don't know. Like I said, I, j- I just don't really have the time for it. What, when, what, like That's I said, I am not. I don't have time or interest in taking myself to the gym. I don't have time to take the – I might have interest, but I don't have the time to really take the – go to a Pokemon gym. So it's like, yeah, no. Th- I'm that? done with this. Um, but, you know, you see the stories on the news. There was one last night where that they uh, some guy was driving, chasing Pokemon – and smashed uh-huh. smashed into a police car, and the two cops were outside the car on the corner, that. and the, it almost he almost uh, hit hit the police car right into them. And, and he admitted, "Oh, I was chasing Pokemon." Not the thing you admit to the cops, dude. I mean, right? Hey, at least, I think with today's day and age, if he didn't admit that, though. You know, it might be looking shady, you know, with everything that's going on. Mm, true. <laughs> so, hey, you know what? That that um, that sucks straight and hit a police officer. Sorry, sir. <laughs> that I'm you're playing. For Pokemon. 
that you're playing Pokemon while driving is probably bad enough. Hitting a police car while playing a Pokemon while driving is worse. And admitting to the cops that what what you were doing, yeah, that there's three strikes. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, it's crazy. I um, I've been kind of on a hiatus because my son went away for overnight camp, and this is the longest I've been without any communication with him, and that was since this past Monday. So I'm kind of freaking out at the moment because I haven't heard from him. I, I hope he's having a good time. You knowing, think- knowing how close you are to your son and how, how much you keep him under lock and key, you must be tweaking quite a bit. I am. I am. It's hard. Like, I, um, you know, I want to tell him about my day or something, and I'm like, he's not home. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. I don't have to wake him up. So it reminds me of how much, how many chores he has, even though they're mundane. Mm-hmm. He, you know, because he's got to feed his turtles, he's got to feed the fish. Mm-hmm. He's and the turtle is not just like the one turtle is not like open a little jar and pour stuff in. That's our aquatic turtles, but our land turtle she requires going all the way downstairs to get the strawberry and give her a strawberry or digging through the refrigerator if we have any worms and you know bringing it back upstairs to flights. So. Yeah, um, my poor kid. He's got a lot of chores because he <laughs> has all these little pets that he wants to keep. And now I have to keep up with all of them myself. And it's not fun. And I miss him. So it's it's hard. It's hard. So I haven't been catching any Pokemon. I've kind of put it on, on hold until he comes back home. So I got a question for you. Yes, yes. Honestly. Go ahead. Do you, are you enjoying it without him there, though? Secret, you know, guilt, you know, guilt, you can be guilt, you can be, you can I, fess be up to us. You. you know, you get to sleep in, you don't have to, he's somewhere else, he's somebody else's problem for a week, <laughs> you know. Yep, he's somebody else's problem, I like that. You know, <laughs> I do enjoy not being woken up in the middle of night when he has to go to the bathroom and he turns on every freaking light that he can find to try to go to the bathroom. So I'm enjoying having complete darkness. And I am enjoying not having to constantly get on him to, come on, we got to get out the door. we got to get out the door. i got to be at work on time. So I am enjoying that. I'm not enjoying, you know, just coming home and being in an empty house. Like, I was sick Monday and Tuesday, and I stayed home. And usually when I've done it in the past, like during the school year, he either stays home with me because I'm too sick to get up and drive him to school. Mm-hmm. Or somebody else drives him, and I have to go pick him up. So around three o'clock, two times I, you know, Monday and Tuesday, I jumped up. I'm like, oh, I got to go pick him up at school. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, I don't. He's at far away. He's at far away camp. I don't have to do anything. And that's like when the depression hit me on top of it because I'm already <laughs> sick. I'm already high on medication. And now to think about, oh, my gosh, I'm alone, like really alone until the better half comes. But the nice thing is that I was able to play Borderlands, the Telltale game Borderlands. Not have to worry about censoring anything. Um, when the husband comes home at night, I don't have to worry about... I mean, he prefers a really nice dinner, but I don't have to worry about cooking a really well-balanced meal. I can give him whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Poor guy. <laughs> he's, he's like, come on, kid, come back home. I missed you know, my, my protein and my starch and my vegetable because he hasn't been getting that. He's been getting one of the three because, you know, <laughs> I've been pretty lazy about that. So, you know, and it's nice that... um. And I told my friend this, and yes, I'm going to admit this to everybody that's listening. 
But the one biggest perk is I can pee with the door open. I don't have to worry about privacy. I can pee with the door open. <laughs> and that to me is a highlight, believe it or not. Jeez. Thanks for sharing, Normie. <laughs> anytime, anytime. Now you know that about me. Normie likes to pee with the door open, but she can't. She's got a kid in the house, an older kid. So, but yes, that is definitely one of my biggest highlights. Yeah, and so. <laughs> and uh, you know you're you're saying you're kind of bumming because you were alone, but sometimes that's just great, isn't it? Just there's nobody here. That's it. And you it's know, funny. It, it, the silence can be the silence is deafening, but at the same time, it can be very comforting. It is, it, and there was some solace that I took into that. That you know, I didn't have to be under pressure, under cooking for anybody trying to pick anybody up, drop anybody off. You know, I could just be sick on the couch and not have to cater to anybody. And that was a nice feeling. Mm -hmm. Although I was craving ice cream and nobody delivers ice cream in my area. So I was a little bummed about that. And I could have gone out, but then I would have felt more miserable. Because if I call, if I call out sick, um, Diane works, works from home a few days a week. Okay. And, well, it's great having her here because you know she'll take care of me. She'll get, you know bring me teas and whatnot. Nice. But at the same time, it means ESPN is on from the minute I get up in the morning until she finishes working because she watches ESPN and NFL Network all day while gotcha. working. You know, as it on in the background. So if I want quiet, I have to go. Find, you know, basically, I, I go to the man cave and I can shut the door and. I, you know, it can be very dark in there and quiet, but, um, so sometimes it's nice having her home when I'm sick, but it's also nice. Just nobody's here. It's quiet. Yes. It's just so, me and the dog. With that said, do you like when you are sick? And well, so let me preface by saying it this way. When I met, um, he's my husband now, but when mm. I met Michael at first in college, and he got sick, and I mean like sick, like the cold or whatever, but mm. it got to him. He would lay in our in our general um, parlor, and he was on the couch. He's like, oh, my gosh, please hold me. I'm going to die. I feel terrible. Please hold me. I'm going to die. And he wanted me to hold him the whole time he was sick. And um, so he wanted to be catered to when he was sick. And I can be the same way. About 80% of the time. And there's 20% of the time where I'm like, leave me the heck alone. I need to rest. I need to just kind of fight this on my own. Are you the type of person that needs to be, you know, coddled and, and really taken care of when you're sick, uh, Chip? Or do you prefer to just be like the cat that knows that it's going to die and it runs away <laughs> from the family to not put the family through that? And you just go hide in your room and want nothing to do with the world. Yeah, I, I, I pro. I mean, you know, I'll uh, shout out if I, I you know, I want a cup of tea or something like that, or I might come down and say, uh, you know, can you make me lunch or something? Because you don't want me touching all the food, obviously, if I'm mm -hmm. sick. Um, but no, I rather, uh, I like it dark. I like it quiet. Um, so I don't like to stay in bed. Okay. One of the things that I do if, if I'm, if, when I'm feeling sick, 
if I you know, I don't feel like going to work in the morning, well, that's probably 75, 85, maybe 99% of the mornings. Um, <laughs> but I make my ass get up, I get my ass into the shower, and I get dressed. And if I still feel like shit, and that I'm, you know, because usually if I can get myself showered and dressed, uh, half the battle is already won. But if then if I'm still, you know, if all of a sudden, you know, I'm still having chills, you know, uh, or whatever, that's that's when I say, okay, this this isn't working. So I'm already showered and dressed by then. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going back to bed. Okay. So usually what I will do. If Diane, you know, if Diane isn't home, I will come down and probably lay on the couch in the family room. Okay. Uh, if she is home, I usually go to uh, the bonus room, the man cave, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I will crawl, you know, I'll grab a couple of blankets and sleep on the couch up there. Okay. Because it's not, it's dark, and like I said. I, I can still hear – unless I shut the door, I can still hear the TV downstairs. But because um, she's blasting it from the family room into the kitchen. They're next to each other, but still, okay. you know, you got to turn it up a bit. Um, but uh, – and then I will sleep there. And yeah, I – you know, <laughs> don't bother me. Um, you want to so come You don't like to be me? bothered. I know. I mean, I mean um, yeah, have, you know uh, – I'm trying to think when I have been, you know, quote unquote, deathly ill. Um, no, I sleep. That's that's about it. It's just just leave me alone. Come check on me. Make sure I'm still breathing. Right, and then just go get get far, far away. Bring, you know, bring me a cup of tea. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I I I don't. If I if I want or need something, I will. Either shout very loudly. Uh huh. I could probably text her or message her on the See, iPad. See, that's nice. That's uh, a good option. That's a good option now. The texting. Or you know, um, I'll you know I'll wrap a couple of blankets around me and come downstairs if if need be and you know look like a nomad or something. But funny. Uh, but no, uh, I just no leave me alone. Don't bother me, um, and let me let me sleep it off. And nine times out of ten, if you know, if I usually, if I usually, I, I can sleep anything off. That's good. So that's a that's a good thing to have. I am. Um, I was thinking, man, you're you're quite several steps ahead of me because when I'm sick, I don't want to take, I don't want to get in that shower. I fight getting in that shower because once I, I, my brain says, if you're getting in that shower, you are saying you are going to get up and you're going to mm -hmm. do something with your life today. Mm -hmm. And your my body is saying you are not. You are going to go back on that couch and you're going to do nothing today. So the shower is something uh, I just, I dread. But, I dread. But that's the thing. If, if you can make it through that, um, you, you I, I feel that's a good gauge of whether or not I really can go to work today. Gotcha. And uh, it used to be a you know it used to be a lot easier to go to work because it was only like a twenty minute ride. Now it's closer to an hour, um, which 
does does factor into it. it's like no there's just no way I should be behind the wheel that long mm-hmm. um but it also these days you know I'm the type of guy that never would never take a sick day which would oh. really piss off all my coworkers cuz yes, I'd come in sick. you know with the play <laughs> I don't care I you know I I'm going to work I'm going to uh you know I I don't take a sick day now uh you know, I, I, they, they, people have talked to me. It's like, look, you're coughing. Get the hell out of here and don't come back until until you're healthy, because we don't want you to get everybody else sick and you're skeeving everybody out. So, I've learned the lesson. And it's like, all right, that's fun. There, there are certain, you know, there at certain points, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I might think I, you know, I feel good enough to be to be vertical. But you know, mm-hmm. because of my coworkers, yeah, they they don't want me there that day. So, so I, I've come to understand that. Now, when you're Which sick, thoughtful. <laughs> well, I, yeah, like I said, I, I I used to I used to tell them, look, if I call in sick, you better have the priest and the hearst uh, on standby. Right? There's something you know. This is serious. Um, and you know, I was a hypochondriac as a kid, so. Uh, I just, you know, got over that and, you know, it's like, you know, grow a pair of buttercup and get, get your ass to work, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so, and that's just something that, you know, it's funny. Go. Mm-hmm. I was, I was just going to say, cause rat is the same way. Mike SS rat. That's Mike. He's the same exact way. He could be dying and still going to work. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, there could be 10 feet of snow and he's still going to work. It doesn't matter how sick he is, oh. how bad the weather is, he will go. And like some days I just, he can't even stand up. I'm like, are you crazy? And of all the years that we've been together, I think he's maybe taken off work two times um, because he was sick. And I really thought I was going to have to say goodbye to him forever because it was bad. But it's got to be like, he has got to be be unmovable for him to get up and go, you know, not go to work. It's, I just, I don't get that. I, I know, I know I'll go a little sick or whatever, but if I'm running a fever or I'm not feeling about 80% or worse, you know, well, that's, that's home for me. Cause my, my don't take care of my body. I have the complete opposite. I will break down and not be able to move for weeks at a time. So I have to kind of nip it from the beginning. Right. So, so when you're sick, yes. What is your magic cure food? What? Oh, that's it. You know what, Chip? I never understood how people lose weight when they're sick. You know, everyone's like, I can't taste anything. This is disgusting. I think I gain weight because I'm like, oh, I'm craving this, and I'll take like two bites, and I'm like, no, I don't really want that, and then I'll make like ten other things, and I still can't decide. But my go-to thing is ginger ale. And maybe saltine crackers, like not even soup. Mm-hmm. And if it's not saltine crackers, it's ice cream. <laughs> <coughs> I'm telling, I'm a glutton when it comes. When I'm sick, I want to eat everything. But those are the ones that give me that. I'm going to feel better, whether it's true or not. Those are my comfort foods. Me, it's tomato soup, cream of tomato soup, and a grilled cheese sandwich. Oh yeah, with ketchup. 
Mm, paired together. That stuff's good. And, you know, you know, I, that might be breakfast, lunch, and dinner for two or three days if I had my say. Mm-hmm. But, but I, you know, I, I've gotten to the point where, yeah, af- if I'm sick like that, my taste buds have gone totally uh, weird. Okay. And the only things that I can I, – I find myself going for uh, tom- tomato sauce products, like maybe a meatball sub uh, or – a buffalo chicken sandwich. Yum. You know, it's, it, it has to be something that has strong. that it, it has like a strong spicy taste. Okay. But, but you know, if it's uh, I'm I'm on my deathbed. I'm you know I'm not going. I'm not moving. Uh, I'm sleeping. Yeah, grilled cheese sandwich and uh, cream of tomato soup. What's up, Eli? Sup, <laughs> bitches? Oh wait a minute. I mean, um. um. <laughs> Hello, my fine feathered friends. How you Hello doing? there, old chap. Oh, there. Pip, pip, cheerio. <laughs> what did I miss? Oh, basically, we got into... <laughs> the whole half hour that I missed, repeat everything. Yeah. Repeat everything, word for word. Eli, when you're sick, do you want to be babied? Or do you want to be left the heck alone? I'll take the former on that. Hand me my controller and leave uh-huh. me the fuck alone. Yeah, so you don't like to be babied at all. So yeah, I mean, maybe like you know, make me some like you know, you guys talking about chips talking about soup. There's this particular Peruvian soup. It's called okay. aguadito. It's a picture chicken rice soup, but the base of the soup is made with cilantro. So oh, yeah. Not like green, and, and you squirt lime in the soup before you eat it. So you get like a lime cilantro chicken. It's like the bomb, and I I usually like eating that soup. Instead of regular old chicken, you know, I chicken. I have to get that recipe just to eat on, I'll, on I'll a regular up, day. That stuff is yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it. And just, you know, I like either playing games or like watching TV and just kind of, you know, lounging. But luckily, I don't get sick too often where I'm in bed for like days at a time. Well, that's good. Because <laughs> yeah, I hate it. <laughs> now, are you the one that will go to work whether you're even if you're dying or if you feel something coming on real quick you're like no i'm just taking the day off and i'm just gonna nip this right here when i'm like legit sick uh, yeah i'll stay home i mean if it's like legit sick where you know every time i cough it hurts you know mm-hmm. that kind of stuff that you know fever coughing fits that hurt yeah i will stay home i will stay home definitely stay home that's good. See, Chip and my hubby are quite the opposite. I mean, you'll have, they'll be dragging themselves by the hair and bringing themselves to work. And, you know, kudos. I mean, I think that's great. You know, I just, I'm not, I'm not doing well. Like today, I had NyQuil in my system. I take the pills, the NyQuil pills, and I take one because one is more than enough for me. And that will last me for more than 12 hours. So when I get up in the morning, I have to give it like a, another hour or two and then take, take Dayquil. But sometimes it's not completely out of my system. So when I mix both of them, I feel literally like my body is being ripped in half and opposite sides. <laughs> and like one side doesn't know which way to go. It's trying to, you know, go the opposite. But then that other side is ripping it back. And I, <laughs> I really look like somebody put me through like a dryer and I was all pale today for the first four hours. And I just, nothing could make me ha- like warm or cold. And I was thirsty and, and I wasn't thirsty. 
why didn't you just stay home? Why I stayed you home. Out? I stayed home Monday and Tuesday. I uh, did hang out. The doctor told me to stay home for five days, but you know, I, I, I'm not very good at following directions sometimes. So when it comes to work and taking off work, you know, first of all, I really, I really love what I do. I just, you know what I mean? Like I like going into work. You're so, not ashamed of it though? What was that? You're not ashamed of it? Oh, what, going into work? No. <laughs> Let's not go down that path again. <laughs> so, um, but you know, I've already missed two days and I really can't do that. Hmm. You know, it just, there's just too much stuff so involved. X amount of days to take or? No, 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 no. So whatever I don't, whatever I don't work, I don't pay, I don't get paid for. Really? So, I thought yeah. different for teachers. Like my sister was a teacher and she gets like a metric shit ton of like days off. Because we're a private school. So because we're a private uh, school, okay. we're not government funded. So, you know. And it's a summer program, right? And it's a summer program. As well. <clears throat> so, you know, two days was, you know, I, I gave my doctor the benefit of the doubt. And, you know, I, I kind of nodded. And in my brain, I said, okay, 48 hours. And I'll just go back to work. And what you got? Like the flu, cold, what? Um, I had strep throat. So, uh, yeah, it was no fun. And, you know, I'm supposed to be better by tomorrow. He gave me a seven-day medication bottle. I only got five. He says, by the fifth day, if you feel great, you can stop. If you don't feel great, keep taking it. Yeah, you so, don't. <laughs> yeah, and I don't feel great. So by day seven, if it doesn't work, we're going back and, you know, going to. Hey, listen, it. man, give me better drugs. <laughs> Please, doctor. Actually, he's pretty good. He probably would give me whatever I wanted if I really asked really, him. Go get some Percocet. But, yeah, yeah, I try not to. Because he, he looks at me every time and I said, really, I don't want to take anything I really don't have to take. So, you know, he's he's like, are you sure? You know, he tried to pep talk me. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm okay. I promise. <laughs> if I'm bad, I'll come back. I, I'll come back. That's crazy. So, well, yeah, I mean. Are you feeling, feeling improved? You're still feeling like poop on a stick or? Um, I felt like poop on a stick till about 1130 this morning. And then it's like somebody wound up the little wound up toy. And I had all this zing, this energy. And then I came home around six o'clock and poof, it went gone. It went gone. So my cough is, is back and, but I'm not doing any NyQuil tonight. So wish me luck because feeling like I did this morning with a NyQuil and a DayQuil mixed together really felt like a train just came and just it ran me over, over and over and over again. And like oh. the kids would talk to me and I'd be like, I'm really listening to you right now, but it's taking me about 30 seconds to process what you're saying to <laughs> me. Wow. I know. And they're so cute. I mean, the one little kid, he just puts his hands on my shoulder and he looks at me and he's like, I'm sorry you feel so bad. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm going to take you home with me. So, in a non-creepy kind of way. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, that didn't sound right. So, you know, I don't know. I just, I just love what I do. So, being away sucks, you know. Of course... Uh, you know, not getting paid also sucks, but you know, I, it's, yeah. it's a kind of a, what's the lesser of two evils. Cause you know, I go to work, I love what I do, but I don't want to get anybody sick in the meantime as well. But you know, <laughs> 48 hours antibiotics, whatever I have is contained to me alone. So, so Normie, uh, getting back to kind of, we, we started out down this path and then I think we got on to <laughs> discussing your son. Uh, yeah. Finally leaving the nest, um, you had your uh, reunion this week. I did. Boo! 
Yeah, I'm with you, Eli. I really don't want to see anybody from my high school. Um, I don't want to see anybody. But um, how? I mean, what did? You, how was it? What did you guys do? Um, we went to. I wish I remember the name of the restaurant. I should probably should know that. But it was in downtown Rockville. So if you guys were ever in Maryland, Rockville is is getting. It's just more beautiful than last time I remember. There's just so many new restaurants and everything down that way. You know, we all got Isn't together. Isn't OAR from there? Pardon me? Isn't OAR from there? The band? I don't know. That's a good question. I know Good Charlotte I'll is be right from, back, guys. Um, like, yeah, Good Charlotte is from, is from Maryland. They are um, in the Waldorf area. So I know that they're local. Um, but anyway. listen to OAR? Um, actually my husband had a CD once and I'm like, who is this? And then that's how I know them. I couldn't tell you any of their songs. Not that I'm aware of at least. I couldn't tell you any of their songs, but, uh, not by name, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I do have a bunch of their albums. OAR is short for of a revolution, probably something you would actually dig. Okay. Maybe that's why I had, I mean, I, I remember him playing it or having the CD. I'm like, well, how do you have this for it's like, I don't know, because I want to listen to it. But Founded in 1996 cool. in Rockville, Maryland. Oh, well, look at that. I might know them. <laughs> in 96, I graduated high school in 96. From right. Rockville, well, Maryland. Let's, let's throw some names out here. Okay. Mark Roberge. No. Chris Kulos. Mm, no. Richard Ahn. No. Benji Gershman. No. Totally. Jerry DePizio. No, I went over there from Rockville High School. <laughs> that's crazy, though, because that's my, that's my town I grew up in. That's where I went to school in Rockville. So you wow. definitely have to go. I, I think you'll like them. I can uh, steer you. I'm sure if you went to Spotify or something, you could uh, pull up a channel. It's, um, according to Wikipedia, American Rock Jam Band. I okay. guess they are. But I would put them more... Um, I don't know, like, uh, God, I, I'm horrible with nineties rock bands, um, or even the 2000 rock bands. I, I want, I want to say fallout boy, but that's uh, who's Viva okay. La Vida, Viva, Viva La Vida. They actually, they didn't, they play the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Um, I'll look. Mm. Yeah. You'll have to look. I, you know, I'll definitely listen to them. I know I have a friend from. Um, I went to two high schools. My freshman year, I went to John F. Kennedy High School, and his name, um, he actually has a band. It's called the Roy Dobler Effect, and I always loved the name of his band, and he's actually going still pretty strong. You know, they're they're going all over the place still doing their band, uh, and I always thought that was a, a cool little nod to the movie Say Anything. Um, I'm trying to think of Philip Kaminsky. So oh, there we go. Coldplay. Oh, okay, so they oh, I would definitely like them because I love Coldplay. Um, it's similar; it's not exact, but okay. I mean, uh, I got to see him a couple of years ago, and it, it was a fun show. Except that, like, there was like four acts before them, and it, okay. was, a, it was a Friday night after work. So by the time they got oh, on, it was like exhausted. a little. But um, yeah, actually. I'll check something. I might, if I haven't sent you an, e- an invite to the secret stash, I might have. Uh, I might have an actual a whole concert you can uh, download. Oh, cool! Awesome! Very awesome! So yeah, I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. We, 
I did have two glasses of wine. I can't even tell you. I think I had a day quill that day. So it's probably why I was feeling so good. And um, usually one glass of wine and I'm done. I'm done. But I had a Moscato. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That that was good. That was like water. So I'm like, all right, I'll take another one. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm going to regret this tomorrow. But, you know, I was actually fine. Again, mm-hmm. I don't know if the medication was all um, helping me through that and fighting that moment. But my my other highlight was the following day, we um, on our way back home, we stopped in Glen Burnie, Maryland. And you know what? We should probably make a plan or something to go down to Maryland, do like a little mini tour or something together, um, Chip, because we stopped at this place called Crabtown, USA. And it was a cute like little diner place mm-hmm. i don't know if you like seafood but I crab, love seafood well the crabs was like 45 dollars. all you can eat crabs and i think they even threw shrimp in there too i have to double check the sign and so you have your little like little diner area and the food was actually pretty good we had breakfast there and then if you move to the next room <clears throat> it's all arcades wow and the owner <clears throat> hello gentlemen <clears throat> and lady Sorry, I'm going to have to bounce. I apologize. No problem. Okay, take care, guys. Good luck. I'll listen to the show later. (laughs) Sounds good. Bye, hon. (laughs) And then the next room is all arcades. So the guy that owns this, it's a labor of love. Mm. He repairs them. He takes care of them. If there's one that's not doing, you know, that something is wrong with it, you put in the little paper, you fill it out, and you put it in this little box. And he'll get to the repairs as soon as he can. So he comes in, he puts one to two hours a week in repairing and fixing. Hmm. And they only charge you a quarter per game. So it's not like you have to, you know, shell hmm. out a dollar a game. Like I played the Terminator game that I love playing growing up in the arcade. And I only paid a quarter for it. I, I think I've re- recorded it. But because I haven't played in forever, I died within like 30 seconds. And the, the gun wouldn't move all the way to the left. So whatever was coming on the very right left side of me was killing me easily. So that was good. I got to play Baby Pac-Man. And I own a Baby Pac-Man machine that's not working. So it was actually cool to play a Baby Pac-Man machine that works. So that was that was very cool. And he must have had at least, at the very least, 60 to 100 um, machines in there. Sweet. Yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. You know, it was empty because we went breakfast time. It was starting to get a little full, like around one o'clock. Mm-hmm. And Friday and Saturday nights, I guess it's um it's a big night. They get very busy there. So you know, and it's interesting because I, you know, I envision this is what um, John Jacobson's basement is like, with all the sounds and seeing all the different arcades, and I did tweet him. I said, you know, this is, must be what his basement looks like, Arcade Heaven. And he's actually heard of this place and he's heard good things of it. So its name is going around and it's getting some honorable mentions. Well, as some... Uh, J- J- John's basement is pretty impressive. I mean... I it, guess you've it, been there. Yeah, I've been there. It's it's cool. I I'm just not... While I love the old retro stuff, it's mm-hmm. more of a time thing, I think, more than anything for me. It's like I don't have the time to dedicate to, <laughs> you know, putting up a world record in Burger Time or something like that. Right. 
But um, and we do have uh, an arcade cabinet here, and you know it's one of those special uh, cards with like 260 arcade games on it. Uh-huh. That somebody was able to get for me. Very cool. We plan to do that. That was um, one of our projects for a while. And I, some of the games are work very well. I mean, they are, they're all emulated. And some of them are iffy. And some of them you've just never even heard of. Or they're just, you know, you have Puck-Man instead of Pac-Man. Uh-huh, right? that's uh, cute. Or, or, you know, something like that where it's just a little... Um, you know, it, it, it's basically a knockoff. But, um, yeah, I mean, having all those cabinets is great. The problem is, like you said, with your baby Pac-Man machine, what happens when they break? Right. That That's the hard thing. I mean, thankfully, we found somebody in the area that can do it. I still have to take it to them. I was going to actually do that for... Mike as his Christmas present mm. because the motherboard is messed up and we don't know how to mess with that. And if you even so much as touch the wrong thing, there goes that whole entire motherboard. And I was actually going to send it out and get it repaired and surprise him Christmas morning. So when I called somebody, they're like, okay, so you have to be careful to not shock the motherboard. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, knowing me, I would be the dummy that would shock it and fry it and probably set it on fire. So I didn't even touch it. And I got a little nervous about that. But I get it. I get it. You know, repairing it is not cheap. No. And you have to know the Noah house how to repair it. Definitely. So, I I, I don't know. Uh, I am not the retro arcade guy. Mm-hmm. When the trips to Fun Spot are usually uh, at the request of my wife. Okay. You know, uh, it's like, yeah, I'll go. I have fun. You know, uh, I used to do the Fun Spot things with John. Um, but at the same time, you know, we go, we'll go, we'll go, uh, we'll be somewhere with some arcade games. And I'll be, yeah, it's <laughs> all right. I, you know, I have it at home. Why, why am I going to spend a quarter when I? Can play it at home, right? And do it and, at home. And I think that's kind of, kind of the thing with that. Um, but you know, and like owning owning those machines is cool. I I have a pinball machine. I don't know what the hell happened at my Christmas party last year, uh-uh. <laughs> but uh, not only something happened where I mean I I have to go in there and uh basically dislodge a ball i think or something to that effect you know okay. we had, we had 30 40 people here there were a bunch of kids i don't know how you, sc- you pinball machines are finicky things yes they are but all of a sudden i come up there and it's like how the hell did you get the locked door on the cabinet open oh wow it requires a key oh, that is wow. hidden in a in in one of the hassocks that five people are sitting on right now. How the fuck did you little bastards get that open? <laughs> that's funny. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. So, and you know, I just kind of looked around. I I think a couple of adults knew that I was a I was fuming. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, no, just don't touch the pinball machine for the rest of the night. Right. And, you know, some people understood. It's like, it's not something I can, you know, there's 40 people here. I literally have to take the thing apart, pull the glass out. Right. It's like, 
there's way too many people, drunk people running around this uh, place. Right. No, absolutely. It was a... And I'm I'm hosting, you know. I gotta. <laughs> I can't sit here and pull a pinball machine apart. So. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. And I still don't know how those little bastards got the got thing. it open. I mean, wow, that's that's skills. You know, maybe you can hone in on that gift and take them somewhere and figure out how to open some other things. But yeah, that that does suck though, because you know it's not easy to maintain a pinball machine and. Nope. As you said, they're finicky, and it could be something that looks small, but it's very detailed mm-hmm. in how to fix it. So, and you know that—that's kind of the allure that I have of pinball games as well. Not just because it's nostalgic, but I just the inner workings of it call out to me. And I am so not a mechanical person mm-hmm. at all. So, for that to just have that—that that pool for me—it's—it's yep. it's very interesting. Well, that, that's one of the things I do like about pinball machines. You know, if you have a pac-man machine or a baby pac-man machine or space mm-hmm. invaders it's a circuit board i can't do dick with a circuit board right but uh when it comes to mechanical and older electronics i mm-hmm. might be able to, i might be able to fix them i might know enough uh, you know i can i can follow a wire and things like that and i can uh figure out okay this this triggers this and things like that. And, you know, if, if I want to spend the time and effort, I probably can take care of most of the things that go wrong with a pinball machine. That's awesome. Which, which, which is nice, which means you don't have to call the repair man. But I did have a guy, and I think it, he, he might have gotten very sick. I haven't heard from him in a couple of years, okay. uh, who would come out every year. He would tune everything up for us, wax down the playing field of the pinball machine, uh, run some type of static thing on the screens of the, of the various video, because we have two touch video game things here and, and uh, an arcade cabinet. And he would just, you know, for about three, four hundred dollars, he would just tune everything up for me and make make sure everything was working perfectly. That's awesome. So, and he didn't. Call, I know he he usually calls me, and he didn't call this year. And I know his wife was very sick, so I don't know what. Gotcha. So, but um, no, it, it's fun having those things, but they are they are a pain in the ass to maintain. Mm-hmm. Some of, and then you know when they go dead, it's like okay, you, you either have a giant uh, dust collector in sitting in the corner, or you got or you have to find and finding people to take care of them these days is getting harder and harder. It is. It is definitely like a lost art, and it's funny that you say it because our poor baby Pac-Man, That's what she's doing. She's collecting dust, and if she's not collecting dust, she's a high perch for the cats. Mm-hmm. You know when they're running and chasing each other, and the one says, "Well, I'm going to go higher than you. You can't come up here." There's always one that's sitting at the very top of it. And, you know, I'll come around and I'll hug her sometimes. Like, I know one day we'll take care of you. I promise. And you'll be back to your glory day. And I I like the bragging rights. You know, we've had birthday parties Mm -hmm. for my son. And, you know, it's mostly the dads that are like, whoa, Mm -hmm. you have one of these? And they've even asked Mike, they're like, "You, your wife lets you have this here? I'm like, are you kidding me? He's the one that told me about it. I was like, bring it home. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the one that's the more excited one about this. You know, he's happy about it, but mm-hmm. I'm really stoked about this machine. So it's funny. It's 
I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. We we have two of the you know those uh, bar machines, the ones that mm-hmm. sit on the bar and have all the various little touch games on yes. them. Uh, we had one, and you know it's probably twenty something years old now because it was old when we got it. Um, and it had a bunch of games. My wife played that thing every goddamn day. <laughs> I mean, literally. Um, usually, you know, uh, Saturday mornings I would wake up and I could hear the machine uh, beeping and booping in the uh, in the bonus room. <laughs> um, and then a few years later, I was able to get another one, which was like a year old and was, you know, the latest and greatest with all the new tech in it. Mm-hmm. And that has a, b- a bunch of cool games on it as well. And uh, originally I was going to do something. I think I was going to either sell the old one or whatever. We ended up putting them both up on the bar saying, have at it. But, uh, you know, and they haven't been played that much in a very long time. And you want to know what killed them? What's that? The iPads. Oh, yeah. That's you can right. play all those games on your iPad. On your iPad and bring it along with you anywhere you go. So, uh, so it's, and it was just, it was around that time that the iPad came out. And like I said, uh, they're, they're still there. They're, I think they're, I think they're both on 24 mm-hmm. 7. We, we, we don't, we usually keep them, all that stuff on so it doesn't lose the high scores. Right. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know the last, it was probably the last time we had people over for a party that somebody actually played them. Yeah, it's, and I think that's what the whole deal is with arcades in general. You know, eventually more and more things started taking over and, you know, that's kind of how they fizzed out. You know, I have to tell you, I was very excited to see Dig Dug. I haven't (laughs) played Dig Dug in forever. And that was one of my favorite games on Atari and um, I think Bruce asked me on Facebook, he's like, you know, I bet you were so excited to be there. And I said, I felt like one of the cats. I just wanted to go and rub against each mm-hmm. and every one of those machines and be like, who loves you? Who loves you? Me, me, me. You know, I, mean, I don't know. It's just such a goober like that. But I don't know. I just see those things and I just get giddy. I get excited. And just it's nostalgic. It's definitely yeah. nostalgic. Well, you're seeing these arcades, quote unquote, arcades coming back, the barcade franchise, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been to a barcade. I wasn't impressed, but um, it, it just wasn't a place for me. It, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's nowhere near as good as Fun Spot. It's not as good as Dave and Buster's. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it has the old arcade games. You know, it'll have Defender. It'll have all that shit. But um, honestly. It was just a bar with a bunch of arcade with a bunch of arcade cabinets. It was like, yeah, I don't know. I think I was expecting more. Uh, if and you know, it's not that far for you guys to do a weekend trip to Fun Spot. You, it it's sounds not- like you and Mike would absolutely love it. And we've we've actually contemplating it whenever um, John does it to go up. So, I we when does he usually go and do this? Like in the October time. I think you're better off going when, when it's not a, a freak show. Oh uh, yeah. You know, I think <laughs> I think uh, especially because I think that show's gotten bigger and they're getting a bigger turnout. Gotcha. I mean, if you're going to see John, well, okay, but um, 
if you're going if you're going to uh if you just want to go um it's Laconia New I, th- I think it's in Laconia New Hampshire or it's right outside of Laconia New Hampshire um it's a cool place to go it's definitely you can definitely spend a day there I don't know okay. if I would say I would spend a weekend there okay um but that's just me I mean you know I I, I don't need to I, I, I don't get that nostalgic for that stuff for some reason. And I've also done it a few times. Um, but I think, you know, there, if you go during the summer, there's a, a bunch of other things to do around there. It's kind of a resort area. Okay. And it's almost like uh, going, it, what was that movie? Dirty Dancing. It's okay. kind of like the resort, okay. 1950s resort area like that up there. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to go check it out. I know we've done the one in in Allentown, Pennsylvania. And they come around once a year as well, too. But I think we missed it already. I want to say there's, they may be like in the May time. And I think that's when John does a lot of his stuff. At least it used to be. And that was when they used to have the (laughs) big tournaments. But I think if, uh, I mean... It, it would probably be worth just going as a family without all the nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't mind big crowds, but I try to stay away from like really big ones if I can help it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I get very, I don't, I get very claustrophobic, I guess I should say. You know, when I've gone to Walker Stalker and mm-hmm. and um, Norman Reedus was doing his photo shoot and Stephen Ewan was doing his, like literally... Well, you said it. What is it you you call it? Panic attack? No, when people are like rubbing up against you and you just... Asshole to belly button? Yes, there you go. And that's exactly what it was. I've never experienced that. And then when I did, I just could hear your words in my head. I'm like, I get it now. I get it now. Then uh, if you ever do go to... New York Comic Con. Don't go on Saturday. Don't go on. <laughs> Don't go on Saturday. If you can get a day off from work, uh, the best two days I think are uh, and and Sunday. Sunday's pretty brutal too because that's nasty little kid day. Ah, uh, where kids get in for free. Ah, uh, so, so um, the best two days of New York Comic Con are Thursday, and I think the best day is Friday because Thursday is opening day and it. Opens early and there's a lot of people there, uh, and it used to be the best day, but uh, this year it was it was really crowded on Thursday or last year, and Friday was fantastic. Yeah. Yes, you know, Gabe Olea, he he's in San Diego Comic Con now, and oh. he started yesterday mm-hmm. or was it this morning? I saw the, the pictures, but then I thought of you because I remember you telling me. If you want to go on the weekday, it's the better day because there's less people in general, even though they're huge population mm-hmm. coming because they're big ones, you know. So I, I don't know why that thought just kind of popped into my head this morning. Well, all depends on what you're going to, to one of these cons for. If you're okay. going for special panels, and uh, what I hear about San Diego um, is people are lining up for days for these things. It's crazy. You know, I'm not spending forty, fifty dollars a day for a ticket 
to sit in line for 12 hours mm-hmm. and not experience everything else going on at a con. Right, right, right. Um, New York Comic Con does it does it pretty well where no, maybe you line up an hour before the before the panel if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's so it really depends on what you want to do. The, you know, a lot of the you know probably the panels you would want to go to like Walking Dead, etc. Some a lot of the ones I want to see uh, are on Saturday. Okay, but. Uh, you know, Thursday night uh, last year, we got to see three pilots that, of shows that hadn't or that had were going to premiere within the next year. We got to see the Supergirl pilot about a month That's before right. it came out. We saw Lucifer, which is a show probably we we wouldn't have watched, and it was probably the best of the three. And then there was Contagion or something like that. Which was okay. But, um, you know, so it all depends on what you want to do. I mean, we get we get four-day tickets. We go Thursday through uh, Sunday. And, you know, if I, if I can leave early on Sunday, I will. Yes, that's right. Just we, And you also beat out that huge traffic also. But do you fly or do you drive? I don't remember. We dr- well, fly? <laughs> I'm two hours I mean, from here. Yeah, I mean... Some people like, though, to just, you know, let me just do a 30-minute flight. I mean, I would I would drive for days than get on an airplane for two hours. Well, you would probably be in the airport longer, you know, <laughs> trying to get through security than it would for me to get home. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> but, uh, no. Um, a lot of times when we go to New York, we will take the train. But because it is New York Comic Con... And because I am probably coming home with a ton of shit. You saw what I had last year. Oh, yes. Um, and I still had another day or two left. Um, we we bring our car. And that way, that way we're not having to hike from Grand Central Station to the hotel with pile, bags and piles of shit and all that and then get on a try and get on a train and get, no, we, uh, yeah, we drive. I mean, it, it sucks because, you know, it's, in, it's insane what the, they charge for you to park your car in New York, but you know, it's, we get, we can leave when we want. We get to show up when we want. We we're not worrying about missing trains. Granted, there's a train every half hour to Connecticut, yes. but, um, you know, so those trains, you just can't sleep comfortable. I understand what you're saying. You know, I know when we did it, because, you know, we take the train to get into the city, too, because mm-hmm. driving is, a is nightmare. pure madness um, to drive. I mean, kudos for those that can drive in the city. I can't even, I mean, New York is easy compared to Boston, but I still don't want to drive in any of those cities. Well, I think we discussed it on, uh, well, I, I know I've discussed it on B-Team, at least, mm-hmm. but uh, two years ago, uh, the the hotel we usually stay at used to have valet parking, mm-hmm. so you know I would drive up, hand them the keys, grab my shit, and go. Right. Two years ago, we I show up to the door, and you know the the guys are, are sitting there with their thumbs up their ass, and it's like, huh? It's like take the car, dude, move it. You know. Right, right. Oh, uh, we don't have valet parking anymore, and oh the parking lot was about a hundred feet behind me. Wow. It's a one way street. 
it's crazy. I it took me twenty five minutes to go around the block and come back up just oh to park gosh. in the in the parking lot there. So um, yeah, uh, I, I don't the the trip from our house to New York is maybe an hour and a half hour forty five minutes. Oh, that's not bad. No, until I get to the city, and then when as soon as I hit the city, it's about another forty five minutes from whatever we get off of to to the hotel and it's probably two miles wow <laughs> so wow. uh yeah so driving in new york sucks it does it's not easy and i had a laugh because eli who's from new york mm-hmm. actually um <laughs> sorry somebody just sent me pimple popping cupcakes um on a message. so funny i've <laughs> I've seen those before. So, um. Does not oh, sound good. No, you know, it's just like really cupcake, real regular cupcakes, but they look like a pimple. So you squeeze them and the icing comes out like a pimple. Mm. <laughs> so, um, we were teasing. Remember, we were teasing Eli. He lives in New York, mm-hmm. yet he still took the train to come in to meet up with us. So that was funny. I won't well, forget that. He, he will tell you his horror story of the time that. You know, he thought he parked somewhere safe near Comic-Con and his car was towed. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't blame him. <laughs> and you know, I would be the goofball that would totally do something like that. So, why take the chance? Oh, and you know, like, like I said, parking parking for one of these events is like is probably $40 a day. It is. It is not. It is not cheap. Not and I mean, they know. Oh, and that's how they make their money. I mean, it's smart on their part. It sucks for the consumer, but if you really want to do something and, and you really love it, then it's well worth well worth it. You know, you find your own way to do something like that. So, so Chip, I know I've ran my mouth a lot. What is your knuckle for tonight? Oh God, you know, I I wasn't planning. I was coming on as a guest, not as a guest host. <laughs> I was like, what the hell am I going to talk about tonight? That's how I was today. <sighs> so I have homework for you to watch. Okay. Have you been watching Stranger Things? No, I think I saw you. Uh, you and a couple other people have recommended this to us. Oh, I, it was, I think it was Ryan who talked about it on B-Team this week. Did, do you like Steven Spielberg and Stephen King? Yeah. Then this is a good mixture of both of their storytelling. It gives you that 80s vibes feel... Um, Good movie, like an 80s coming-of-age movie with a Stephen King kind of thriller feeling to it. And I think you would enjoy this, especially because of the nostalgia. And, you know, my better half doesn't, he doesn't care for it. He says he doesn't like it. He's like, the music is good. You just can't get excited because there's nostalgic things there. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, I do get home like three hours before you do. I'll just watch the rest without you. He's like, no, 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 I'm too far into this. I'll just finish watching it with you. So I think he's liking it, but he doesn't want to admit to it. So what is it about? So it's about this, um, we're back in 1980, 1984, I think. And there's a group of boys, I would say about 10 years old, maybe 12. So between 10 and 12 years old. And, you know, they're very big into Dungeon and Dragon, and they play these games that we're used to, and it's time for them to go home. Well, one of the boys is missing. And Winona Ryder plays the mom, 
and it's her son that goes missing. But the mom believes that her son is not dead, that he is alive. And then all these weird things start happening with lights. <coughs> and the mom thinks she's communicating with the son. And um, his friends are, they don't think he's dead, but they're not sure what to think of this. So they're trying to figure out this mystery. And then this, this girl that, that doesn't really talk kind of shows up in the picture. And she kind of looks like, you know, short, buzzed hair. Very plain. There's something very odd with her. And then they kind of befriend her. So it's it's a very interesting story. I don't want to say any more because it would give things away. But it does. That's where the Spielberg, Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. Spielberg feeling comes into it. With there's this new adventure with these kids. And they're trying to figure out what's going on. And then you kind of get the, the Stephen King thriller. Because the way the mom thinks her son is communicating with her is because the lights start to blink. So, and then there are power outages in her house when the phone rings and she thinks he's communicating with her. Hmm. So it's, um, it's pretty good. Um, I was a little scared at first watching it cause I'm a big baby with stuff like this, mm-hmm. but it's actually not so bad. I think I, I hype myself up too much in my mind. And once I got past the fact that, you know what, this is like Goonies, this is like monster squad. It's, it's easy. You're going to enjoy it. Just Take a photo at its worth. I'm actually loving the movie, the the miniseries. It's eight episodes, and it's on Netflix. Um, yeah, I, I, I've been seeing. You know, I think I saw Fuller uh, rave about it. Ryan mentioned it. It's like, oh, maybe it's something worth checking out uh, sometime in the near future. Okay. So, are you playing anything these days, Normie? Um, I did pick up. Sorry, I did pick up um, the Telltale game again of Borderlands. I actually picked that game up not only because I've been going through like a phase of wanting to play all of them, but Eli really highly recommended this one. Mm -hmm. So this was my Mother's Day gift um, from my boys to me. And, you know, I can't always play because I have to censor it. And their conversations are pretty... Raunchy? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't quite say raunchy, but there's really nothing much left to the imagination. I mean, the uh, the wolf among us was a lot worse. But mm-hmm. if I turn the volume down, I have to get put the subtitles on, mm-hmm. and we can all read in my house. So, you know, what's the point of that? And so, you know, I've been able to pick that up today. Actually, yesterday I played since I'm home alone. I was home alone for all those hours. But then guess what happened? What? The cat rubbed against the button on the Xbox One. (laughs) And I said, are you freaking kidding me? So I don't know where it stopped, but at that point, I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm I'm just not playing anymore. Because I gave it, you know, a good hour and a half. And Mm. here the cat comes right in the middle of one of these little moments and bloop, turns it off on me. (laughs) I don't know what it is. My cat has learned to take out the CDs, not the CDs, the DVDs or the games out of the Xbox One. And he's learned to use his nose to turn on and off the button. <laughs> I don't <laughs> no cat. None of my other cats ever bothered. But this cat's like, oh, it makes a sound. Let me do it again. And and a door opens and something spits out and Yes, and I that's can it. smack it and-, <laughs> and that's it. And that's what he does. This the C D pops out and he's like Bloop! and he like hits it and pops it off. I'm like, You scratch one of my DVDs, I'm gonna be mad. Stop. 
So, you know, but he has fun. At first, I'm like, who's taking out the DVDs and leaving them on the carpet? And then I saw him do it. And then I knew that it wasn't the kid. It wasn't, you know, me accidentally bumping anything. It's the cat. And he deliberately goes right in front of there and does it. It's like a game You have to put it a little higher. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to do that. I don't think about that. That's a good idea. Uh, But, so, you know, I don't know if it's saved. The games, the play is a little longer, like the scenes. Mm. Like, The Wolf Among Us felt like the scenes went by pretty fast. I don't know if I was just really into the story and it felt that way. Or if it, you know, really, in fact, um, Borderlands 1 is a lot longer. I'm having a, a harder time loving this game i don't know the humor is hysterical mm-hmm. but i think because the episodes are so long that i'm like antsy i need to finish <coughs> sorry so i can save and move on to the next story or i can save and just do what i need to catch up on the house kind of thing all right so let let me ask this okay uh were you a fan of the borderlands game i did like the borderlands game um I got mad after the first one because I glitched. And I guess if you get like a million credits or whatever, you get a really good achievement. And it never worked for me. I'm like, there's no way. I've had way over a million. So at that point, I was getting mad at the game. But I I played it. We finished it. And then I got the better half Borderlands 2 for a birthday or a Christmas gift. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I bought it with a double intention because it's a two-player game. So, you know, I could join and play the game too. There you go. But because it was, the camera angles were different, I was starting to get motion sickness. So I could never finish Borderlands 2. So I just let him play it. I I I just never got into Borderlands 2. I liked the first (laughs) one, and I don't know, maybe the second one was too much of the same, and I just said pass. It gets too much, the, the missions. I hate driving those stupid trucks. I hate driving anything in the game in general. I suck Mm -hmm. at it. I'm horrible at it. So the nice thing with a two-player game, you know, he could do all the driving. He's really mm-hmm. good at it. It doesn't bother him. And I could just, you know, ride shotgun. Right. But, you know, the camera angle, camera angles, Call of Duty and Borderlands are the two, oh, and Cameo are the three games that literally made me pause the game, run to the bathroom, mm. puke my guts out, and come back and play again because it, it gives me such motion sickness. So I take it you're not planning on doing anything with VR? No. If it, especially if it's anything like the Virtual Boy. The Virtual Boy was another one that gave me a horrible headache and I started getting like nauseous instantly. Well, I think the Virtual Boy is an extreme case because the Virtual Boy bothered a lot of people. And it, it, VR is – I have a Virtual Boy. Uh, it, VR is a hell of a lot different now than – Nice. When it when the the Virtual Boy came out thirty twenty years ago, twenty years ago, yeah, twenty. I think it was ninety six. This is what we have Fred for on our show. You there? I'm here. Sorry, okay. All right. I was coughing. I was trying not to cough. Oh. <laughs> it, it went silent. I see uh, Skype bubbles popping up, but that's. Uh, Maybe TC. Right? TC is uh, hooking us up with the trailers for the Defenders and Luke Cage, nice. which are the next two Marvel uh, series. Sounds so. good. 
if CC, if you want to play those trailers, and then we're gonna wrap it up. If you don't mind, Chip, my coughing I don't, no. is getting a little out of control, and I don't want to keep coughing in your ear. Well, yeah, let's. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't see any point in playing the trailers. They're videos, not. Uh, oh, they're okay. They're yeah. just videos. Okay. So, but um, I'm sure next week there will be a lot to talk about regarding San Diego Comic Con. There should be some great Marvel news. Uh, I'm sure you guys will be covering it on Knuckleballer, maybe yeah. something on uh, Zombie Cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, we'll do the plugs now and get out of here. Sounds good. Uh, Agents of Shield Cast. We are we're not at San Diego Comic Con, but we are monitoring everything all weekend long. And we expect that it'll be a fairly long show. If not, we're even toying with splitting it into two shows for next week's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast. Mm -hmm. One on San Diego Comic-Con and one on Episode 7 of Daredevil. Uh, Normie, if you want, let let me know. We'll have you on for another Daredevil episode. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wednesday nights, Mm -hmm. usually around 9-ish. Let me know if you're free. All right, sounds good. Um, but yes, uh, agent, uh, Marvel's agents of shield cast airs on all games, Friday nights, 8 PM Eastern with myself and Andy Urquhart, uh, for the summer, we, we've retiled the show men with fear and we are cover We're doing the daredevil season two of daredevil and we're still covering all the great Marvel cinematic news and giving our take on it. And then you can also find me uh, Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, on the B-Team podcast with Ryan, Fred, and your co-host. And some he was supposed to be here tonight, right. uh, Eli, uh, where we talk games, tech, movie, some movies, some TV, a lot of pop culture. But, but check out the shows. Yes, and they're really fun, fantastic show, shows, everyone. So definitely check them out. You have... Um, very fun, witty people on your show, Chip, and full of knowledge and always make me laugh. So I love listening to you guys. Well, thank you. <clears throat> no problem. And you know what? Eli's probably cuddling on his couch, sucking his thumb and saying, Mommy, please, I don't feel well. Somebody take care of me. <laughs> He's been out of it so, all you know. week. He, he, he blew us off this week, too. Yeah, right? Oh, no. So maybe he's sick. And he's just telling us that he's a big man and doesn't want anybody to bother him. But maybe he just he just likes to be coddled a little bit. <laughs> he's a little girly man. Oh, yep, Eli, we said that about you. <laughs> and you can find me on Normie477 on Twitter. And you can find me on Monday nights on allgames.com at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with ZombieCast News. And you know what? If you want to see a little bit of the arcade videos I put up on my Facebook, I went live and I did that. Come find me under Normie Late and you can see actually one of the videos I took of the bathroom in Crabtown, USA. And, you know. That just sounds bad. The bathroom in Crabtown, USA. It does. That's why I had a laugh. But I promise it's clean. It's just funny and just goofy and I like to be silly. So come find me under Normie Late over there. And... You know, eventually I hope to find an, a really good two-player game to play. And so find me on Xbox Live under Normie Bug. I do have um, the Gears game on, on reserve, so I'm very excited about that. And I've been getting a lot of smack for not having, what is it, Overwatch? So mm. that might have to be the game I have to invest in it next. So one thing before we go. Yes. And this will probably piss off Rat. Uh-oh. <laughs> 
Make sure you congratulate him on a thousand days in Puzzle Quest. Oh wow, awesome! <laughs> I will, I will. A thousand Cause, days. Yeah, because I, I, I'm sure he's. Uh, I hit one thousand this week, and I'm sure he did as well. Yes, so. it's twenty four seven with that game. Yes. I'm, I'm like, playing what are you playing it now? That's awesome. I'm like, what do you play? And I don't even finish. I'm like, never mind. I don't even know why I bothered to ask. And you'll just laugh. Pick, look, 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 look. Can I get it? Did I get it? Come on, come on, come on. Or you'll be like, I want you to ra- I want you to chant two, two, two. I'm like, okay, two, 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 two. And be like, I didn't get two. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I guess it's whatever. Yeah, you got me on that one. I don't know the reference. He, yeah, he the characters. I don't know if they're numbered or what, but he's like, if there's a number he wants, he's like two, 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 or three, 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 and he'll have me chant along with him to kind of okay. roll it towards that way. I don't know some marble puzzle quest thing. I don't <laughs> get it, but okay. So that's that is what it is. And I just want to take a uh, moment to just thank everybody for listening. We really appreciate you taking your time to come in and sit down and chat with us and, you know, on in live here on Thursday nights or even just taking time to download the show on your iPhone or your Android or whatever have you that you may use to listen to us. We really appreciate the support. Don't forget to leave us a review and definitely go check out Chip and his very amazing shows with his amazing hosts. Thank you, everybody, and have a great day.